Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, the newest paid member of Emerald Sexual Health. It's Zach Elias. What's up, buddy? Why pay? I got the I got this emerald for free. And both we both found out that we both constituted as premature because 20 minutes, Jesus Christ. Booze your daddy the podcast. Tuesdays we do it live. Saturdays we post it later. If anybody's first time listening to the show, tell a friend. Make sure you're downloading on all the platforms. We're there. We're gonna, first time. What have you been doing? Sometimes the algorithm just recommends it to people. They're like, maybe these guys are gonna be funny and not just sit there with their phone vibrating the whole time. But you never know what you're gonna get. It's a box of chocolates, right? No. <laughs> Today's episode, episode 123, I'm calling this one, Oh My Darling, because you asked me a question a couple of weeks ago about what is that Little Darlings t-shirt, and I was like, I'll get to it another podcast, which oh, I tend that darlings, I've got a Ron Darling shirt, Gary, Keith, and Ron, so it's all there. I'm repping the Mets for you, because the Who's season's the about to get going. Who's on the back? The only one that matters, the Pride of Connecticut. David, David writes Pride of Virginia. Didn't he? No, no. He lived in Connecticut? I wasn't even close, was I? Mean, I? Maybe he drove through it, but like, <laughs> he lived there? Sure. <laughs> Not even close. So, Zach, before we get going, tell everybody what we are drinking for today's episode. Our drinking Golden Road Mango Cart for no reason than that. Yeah. Well, it's summary. Excited for baseball and the mask style. Can you have the mango? I can have the mango. No, such as mango. A timely <laughs> you know, reference. So many things happen when we do these episodes and there's always something I forget that I'm sitting in my head going like, all right, I want to bring this up and I want to bring So I almost have like a cleanup that I meant to bring out. Last time I was home in Maryland, Tanta's husband turns to me, clean out his house and he goes, I got something for you. Come here. And he gives me from August 1999, but none other than nudie magazine day and i it was the tomb raider that's not laura croft but the best part of this is where it says american pies new hot sex star shannon elizabeth which is like i guess that is a thing right she's like 45 now i know but this is from high school days and i did let's see what's cooking there not inside necessarily clean but like i'm not going through this no just show me the damn cover again perfect i got what i needed but it was one of those things where i read through it and i was like you know i wonder if there's something here because we're going to have on a sexual health consultant that maybe we can ask there is nothing here with anything other than there is a whole feature on amazon and how it may be something one day which was like how are the comics the cartoons are the best always but they're they recycle those from 1994 i'll give them a pass Golden Road Brewing, which is what we hit up last week. Mango Cart. I'm excited for this. You're going to hate it. A Release the Kraken. inspired by the iconic fruit cart vendors of Los Angeles. What makes them iconic? All right, let's go. Lachaim. Yeah, you didn't like it. I knew you wouldn't. I just assume it's the iconic because it's the same thing like they have in Union Square where they have the little people who sell the... You know, the mango slices, which have you ever tried to peel a mango? It ain't easy. It's not easy. And when you put the hot sauce on it, it's really good. But you've so, never bought from them? What? No. Yeah, I have. You gotta try it once. One time. Everyone has to do it once. It's like the John Mulaney Subway churro. Just try the mango with the hot sauce from the Union Square people. Quite good. God knows what their hands have been. Worth it. So a couple weeks ago, I was wearing my little darling shirt, which you called me out. And yes, it's from a strip club. I want to protect the innocent people in this story and just tell you, I went on a hockey trip with my buddy. We'll call one of them Kevin and the other one Ryan. Those are definitely their real names. Definitely not. And we ended up going to a strip club with, mind you, it was an adult hockey trip. So one of the guys on the team was a little older and he had a daughter who was hooking up with one of my friends. So she came with us. Everybody always goes, wait, a guy on the team's daughter? She was in college. Like, he was old enough. It's adult beer league hockey. So the four of us go, my one buddy, Ryan, 
not in the best place in the world. So, you know, we bought a lap dance here, lap dance there. And I was in the best shape of my life at this point. And I walked into this place and it was a dump. We were in middle of America. It was such a dump. And I swear to you, the first thing I said was, I'm going to be shirtless before this night is over. I mean, I was shredded at the time. So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And you know, the girls come around and I've never been into a strip club where dollars are doing anything. Everywhere I go, it's you got a 20 or nothing. Well, outside of New York City, a dollar gets you. Oh, I've learned my lesson. So we're sitting there and they kind of, you know, they're doing their thing. And next, you know, I just hear you on the DJ go, and next we're going to be calling all the women to the main stage. Gentlemen, come to the main stage for a game of Texas roulette. And I had no idea what was about to happen, but I grabbed Ryan's hand. I said, we're going, we're doing this. And we go and we sit down on these chairs and they say, gentlemen, take your chairs, turn them around to the stage. And what essentially it was kind of like a Russian roulette game where the girls were going around the stage as you sat there where you got a lap dance for, I don't know, 30 seconds and you gave them a dollar, but there was more seats than there were girls. So you would have a girl and then the two people next to you would have a girl. Then you would have a girl. And they just kept going. And once or twice, I put a dollar and it fell out. And I was like, oh, that was a freebie. It, they were horrible, Zach. These girls were not good looking in the least. And finally, the hottest one in this whole thing gets to the front of me. And they're like, and that completes this time's version of Texas Rule. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But gentlemen, if you have a girl in front of you, let her sit down. And why don't you show her how it's done? And I was like, Absolutely. So immediately, shirt off. I grab the girl. I put her in the middle of my pecs because I had pecs and just start giving her. I made her give me a Brumsky. She is dying laughing at this point. What? Brumsky. I guess it's the motorboat. Brumsky? That I've never heard of. That's excellent. I sit down on her thighs. I start wiggling. I start bouncing a little bit. I mean, it became a funny thing. And for all my pleasure, they gave me a shirt, and that is the story of Little Darlings. Because I went to Little Darlings in New Orleans for all of 12 seconds. We walked in there with eight guys, and four of us surveyed the room real quick and realized, this is not our room. We don't <laughs> belong here. On to the neck. On to Cincinnati. So me and three others who had a brain left and went back to the bar. Um, the others stayed, and it was the Dexter Lake Club from Animal House. Um, they said it didn't go all that well. People were jawing at them, and, and thank God I got out of there completely. Without getting into too much detail, which I've already probably done, who in the wrong room? <laughs> So that was Little Darlings New Orleans. That was the fun part of the night. The worst part was, mind you, this was a hockey tournament. We go back to the room where we had me and Ryan were sharing a bed. At least something is. And Kevin and the a captain's daughter take the other bed. And so I didn't know what was really going on, but I just lay down and they turned on some music, which was like, oh, this is nice. And before I know it, they have Freebird on, which is not a short song at all. And they have it blasting as I'm trying to go to sleep. I look over because they're in front of the window and you just see a silhouette. And I was like, oh, sweet home, Alabama. This is going to be a long night. I still can't listen to that song without thinking about Kevin doing the whoop de whoop. Did he make it 15, 20 minutes? Or was he premature according to Emerald Lagasse over there? He didn't make it past the guitar solo. It was Freebird. Come on. <laughs> But the next day we wake up and of course, you know, me and my one buddy are trying to play it cool. And I just look at, you know, them. And I said, did you guys hear the, the knocking on the door last night? And they said, wait, what are you talking about? I said, oh, I just thought I heard like somebody knocking and one of you went, I'm coming, I'm coming. It's not bad. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I would have just said, hey, do you see that couple having sex? I just left it there. I would have just gone right in. Remember the next room? I was, it was crazy. Did you hear that? We went out and had a doubleheader, got smoked in the first one, didn't qualify for the championship. Nice. That was the end of that night. It was a good time. 
I got a buddy who's going through it right now. I won't get into details. So I've been hanging out with him almost every week type of deal. And this past weekend, I went into the city. It was three Jersey guys and a Manhattanite. And I turned to one of them. I said, we all live in Jersey. What are we doing? And No invite? What an asshole. You don't know the guys. Although they're they're excited to meet you. So what was the invite? This is nothing. So... We have another guy whose nickname is the Big White Buck. And when you meet him, you'll know about it. And we said, sure, it's spectacular. why are we going into the city for this? And he responds, better titty in the city. Uh, so you went to a strip club? We went to Rick's on 33rd, 34th. That place the sports is the- bar one or the other? Yeah. The other one, the cabaret. Because I went, to the, I was talked into the sports bar. I was told it's topless hooters. It's great. You just eat, you drink, watch sports. And it's just totally not that. It, my friend and I looked at each other. This is a strip club. Let's just go to a regular bar. I was expecting like literally food and waitress service, but like Hooters Metropolis. But it wasn't. We should invent that. Daddy's. So we we went to this place and we got there early enough. Daddy's that could be good. We got to this place and they basically were like, "You need bottle service." So the, what do you guys want? Kettle? You want this? Yeah, sure. Kettle, whatever. We sit down. Bottle of kettle is like seven hundred dollars. We could have said, "Find me a bottle of Crystal Pepsi. I'll pay whatever you can." Well, they said, look, there's an admission. There's a two-drink minimum. You're almost basically paying for the bottle as it is, and you want a table. So why don't we go sit down? We look at a menu, and the first thing on there is absolute. So it was like three seventy-five or something. Divided by four, eh, not so bad. Let's get it. Waitress comes over. She goes, absolute. That'll get you absolutely hung over, which, by the way, she was right. But we sat there. It was horrible. This place Did she is- have others or just have her one-liner? Did she like, give you a different joke every time she passed? That was the one time I laughed at anything she said. You can't even hear anything. That place sucks where ones do nothing. You know, the worst was this one Asian girl comes over and she sits down on the chair and she starts doing it. And I look at her, I'm like, I- I'm actually okay. She wouldn't take no for an answer. And finally, I looked at her, I'm like, I don't want to get kicked out. That's how one married you. I said, no. No means no. And she turns to me and she goes, well, do you want to give me a tip? So I took out a couple of ones and I gave it to her as like, a look, I didn't want a lap dance. I just went. And she goes, are you gay or something? I would have said, sure. Whatever makes this end. Yes. I couldn't get this girl off me. And she had like those crazy eyes going. I was like, oh, you should have said, I've got one at home. Can you send over that big blonde? (laughs) Terrible. I'm so, in the city. I'm out for a night out. I've got one at home. Uh, bring oh someone man. different. A couple weekends ago, different group of guy, although Mystery Giraffe was there. I got into a discussion that I want your opinion on. Somehow we got to talking because we were going to this premier exclusive bar restaurant that you can't even get reservations for. They don't even have a phone. And I started saying like, yeah. well, what if what if you're A-list? And the guy goes, well, who's A-list? I said, I don't know, man. Freaking Will Ferrell's in town. And this kid turns to me and goes, Will Ferrell's not A-list. I went, Wait, are you, are you out of your mind? He's A-list for movies. I'm not sure he's A-list to get into a place like that. That I got into. Will Ferrell is not. If anybody could get in. You just, they don't do reservations. You basically got to know a guy or blow a guy to get in. Yeah. Or be Cristiano Ronaldo. That's A-list. Okay. Yeah, he, club kind he's of top of the top. And but, then it progressed too. I said, well, wait, wait, wait. What about like Tom Cruise? He goes, not A-list. And I almost. Your sla- friend said that or the bouncer said that? We were sitting at a bar and this is a friend of a friend. Oh, I would have brought the bouncer over to get the confirmation. I might start doing this, but I just said like, you're telling me Tom Cruise walks up to the hostess. He's not getting a table. Guy he goes, probably is, but it depends on which hostess. Because if she's like 19, she has no clue who he is. If, if he walks into my house, he gets a table. <laughs> you have one table. And he gets it. <laughs> so you actually agree with this fuck that 
Not A-list. It depends on the venue. Like, yeah, he could book any movie he wants, but if Will Ferrell goes into a she-she club, it might not happen. You're out of your mind. Uh, okay. It I, I does, but... It, like, probably does. You're telling me, like, the top restaurant in New York City, he could walk... Yes. Club or, like, someplace that's... Oomph, 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 oomph. Maybe not. I mean, he okay. would, because why not? I mean, what do they actually give a shit? And why would he even be there? But... It's not like, you know, A-Rod walking in or... or A-Rod gets a table over Will Ferrell. Absolutely. He's more (laughs) glitterati. (laughs) Nice pun. Let's segue to the fantasy baseball season is starting. And you and I were kind of going back and forth about our drafts and different things. And I was curious if you were able to come up with a clever name because your fantasy football names were trash. I mean, this year it could be this means business. And he better be great. Your boy. Means business is kind of easy to get there. Well, if he's good. If he's not, he might get dosed. I'm embarrassed. I, I, I picked Ty France late. All the pieces are there for something. Uh, you know, I was going back and forth between a couple of names, and the one I settled in that I ended it's up texting you. Good. For people who don't know, baseball player Joey Gallo. Of course, we have everything with Will Smith and Jada. I just went Gallopecia, which, of course, I'm beating you to the joke there, but I like it. One of my friends was like, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Zach, I heard a couple other and you good have ones. It, so it's okay motherfucker i need to say it yeah i saw a couple of really good ones online i'm curious which one is your favorite of this group so there's a bunch of lows Laos, gallo to like make it i don't work. i don't subscribe to that because if i draft a guy and i want to trade him or release him i'm not going to be hostage to do i have the guy on my team or not yeah okay you're hostage. low low for four mm-hmm. like brandon low or low yeah. for four okay non-fungible torkelsons you can say anything with torkelson that's funny but it's nft which is topical. I, I get what it is Hold Me Closer, Otani Dancer. Getting better. Who Framed Dodger Babip? I don't know if you know what Babip is. Batting average, batting balls in play. Terrible. Go on. Pino Biggio. Cute. And the last one, which I think is really going to make you pop, Book of Boba Shet. Of course, because you're a Star Wars nerd. That one's good. It's good. All of it's good. Call me when it's Dante Bichette. But uh, yeah, that one's pretty good. Yours is still better, honestly. I hate to say. I win. Gallopecia beats all of those. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, wait, what, the, the, those are all names in your league? You have like all creative name leagues? No. Those are the best names I saw in any league that I'm in. My league that I care about the most with my college friends, people just like one guy, his name is Bovi. He's just Bovi. Like that's his name every year. You should be Book of Bobby. Like his last name is Bovi, or at least his nickname is Bovi. He's just. just Bovi. Like, people are he not... He should be Bovi shit. Like, come on. He should lean into it. We did this last year before the season started, and I believe your quote was, you haven't been watching the team. Yeah. I'm repping my Mets jersey today, even as an Orioles fan. Yeah, the over... Any of them. Over under... 88 and a half games. Wins or games combined pitched by any number of pitchers you want to throw at me? <laughs> the Amazons, are they going over or under? 88 and a half? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm going to go over. Of course you are. You're a fan. It's so not going to happen. The Orioles. In May. The Your Baltimore Orioles. 62 and a half games. Over or under? They actually had three guys that got drafted. Um, uh, 62 and a half. 62 and a half. That means you're basically saying, do they lose 100? I think they do. I think I'm going to go under. No, that's too few. Get lucky and win 40. What do you think? Winning that's- 40 doesn't help. I, I know. We got to get to 62. Yeah. I, I think I might be under. They're really... Well, they got hot in April always. I appreciate your back and forth that you just did. For the first time in my life, I placed a bet. The Orioles go under 62 and a half games. What about the Mets over 88? It's probably going to be under, actually. It could or could not be, but... 
the Orioles, like, they're not going to be good. They didn't get better. They moved the fences back. I at least, I'm thinking to myself, I want to start cashing in on them being bad. Yeah, they really got nobody, did they? They picked, they, they got no, nobody. Nobody. It's that, them in the athletics. At least the athletics, there's talks of maybe they moved to Vegas or something. The A's, I saw a thing. They had the exact same payroll now that they had in 1991. But 1991, it was the highest payroll in the league where they were Bash Brothers. They're still at $31 million. They have made no progress. 30 years. I think I texted you this, but your boy no, Max Scherzer... Oh, yeah. is making more this year for the Mets than the entire Orioles starting lineup. That is pathetic. Yeah, it's not. All right, Zach. And he's not playing. He'll play. Peace do of the week. I got some good candidates for you. I have two you. candidates, but you might have one of them. First one I saw. I don't know why these stories either pop up or intrigue me, but when a celebrity keeps on knocking up people for no reason, it fancies me. Cromartie it is then. Hilaria Baldwin, who is Alec Baldwin's wife, he doesn't shoot blanks in bed either because she is on baby number 11. With him? He's kept it going? or Plus the two or three he had with Kim Bassinger, but he's on number seven. I know what I said. Okay. So it's not seven with her. It's five with her. No, seven with her. So he has nine kids? If not more. Yeah. He's proficient. She ain't ugly, but like, what is he doing? He's having the sex. He's going to Emerald Health and he's getting it done. Candidate number two. I didn't read too much into this story, but Boris Becker filed for bankruptcy. And I just thought, eh. possible? I was like, well, he probably didn't make a lot of money, you know, because of the pay back in the day. No, 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 no. Your boy grossed over $63 million in career earnings. Th- that's crazy. Hanging out with Iverson. Iverson still gets paid. He has like a $50,000 stipend or something. Whoa. Fine. Becker's an idiot then. Also. Is he marketable in Germany? Does he sell it? I was going to say, he could just literally Marathon. have somebody do a tennis camp, have him show up, sign a couple of balls. It is what it is. You're done. Sign a couple of balls, huh? Also play tennis. Exactly. Num- number three. This, this I think, is ridiculous. And I, maybe it worked out. Maybe it didn't. I can't name one song that Eric Church Oh, sings. that was my guy. All right. Tell the story. I can't name a single song either of his. But he canceled a tour, a show he was going to do in Texas. San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. Because he wanted to go to the North Carolina Duke game. And he just bailed on all of his fans. Meanwhile, people drove miles to get there. It's not like plane tickets. crowd is not affluent. Yeah, they took plane tickets. He just bailed on them. Last minute, had no backup act. I saw a thing on PTI. They said he should have called like every country star and paid them to put on an all-star show for these guys. That would be and cool. then done a makeup show, like a residency or something. Just, But no guy arrogant just bailed on his fan and went to the game and i guess he was there last night too to see them lose so karma it's a bitch yeah that story works or she works at little darlings (laughs) that story really bothered me oh i was seething who the hell does he think he is never be a fan of his again this is a weird one speaking of canceling performances miley cyrus got covid which she had to cancel some performances, I think, on her way to a foreign country. But I also, when she was flying in her airplane, her airplane got struck by lightning, which apparently is not a big deal. And when I read this all the time, am I the asshole in this story that had no idea you get struck by lightning and it was just like, yeah, we hit turbulence. Shit happened. The movie Turbulence was apparently shockingly close to what it really is you are all over the place it, it's all it's it's banana if i told you i was on a plane that got struck by lightning you would just be like oh that sucks but um, you're okay though right i mean yeah i read this in an article and was like they casually dropped that she got struck by lightning i couldn't believe it trust me she is unkillable she's done as much <laughs> crazy shit nothing's lightning's not how she's going out i like miley i have a, i have a soft spot for young female train let rex i like Lindsay lohan 
I like all of these ones that are Amanda Bynes. I like anyone that's just a nightmare. I don't hate her. And she also has a surprisingly amazing voice. No, she's very talented. Yeah. This next one, so my fiancée gets one of those bride-to-be boxes, which is super annoying. And she got one this past weekend. She always opens it up very guiltily. Not a real word. And she takes it. And I'm looking, looking. And I just reach in this box. And I said, what in the hell is that? And she said, she goes, it's a tube of bath salts. And I saw this thing and I said, that is not a tube of bath salts. Bath salts? What do you, what does that look like? I mean, it looks like either a dildo or a tampon, but. All I know is at least my schwanz was bigger than this, but this really bothered me. I was like. Bath salts? Like the things that people eat and you become like a zombie and go crazy? Or you put them in your bath and actually enjoy the bath. Who takes a bath? Bitches love it. When's the last, oh, When's the last time you took a bath? Alone? Yeah. When I was... Not with a dude, but like... like <laughs> when I was single party. digits? Yeah. And you sit there, you look down, your little schmeckle, and like, then you bring the bubbles over so you don't have to look at it. No, I was busy doing the Santa Claus thing. Right. But then you see what's going on then. They're like, oh, back down there. <laughs> Next candidate. This is more sports related, so sorry to people, but the LSU basketball team, the Tigers, their coach is transferring, or no, the coach got fired and the whole team left, which with this new transfer portal, this really... This really makes you go, oh my God, like I, you can't fire a coach anymore. You better have a damn good place. Damn good. You have yeah. to have some, hire the assistant, talk to the players, but literally they don't have a team to play basketball next yeah, year. You better bring in Hubert Davis, someone that the guys like. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I, I mean, the whoever fired that coach for not sucking, it is what it is, but that was Bad. Those are his new guys got to recruit fast. All right, let's get to the main event here. I got two things here. I'm not sure which one I like more. Let's go first with it's coming out now that back in, I think, 2008 or whatever, Howard Stern interviewed Magic Johnson. And I bring that up because the new show on HBO is fantastic. It's called Winning Time. Jerry Buss story is really, really good. We're enjoying it a lot. Although, it is a lot of Adam McKay. So you have to be okay with Adam McKay type of stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, did you see this? That apparently no, I, I Howard, oh, Howard Stern, Magic Johnson said after the fact, I wanted to slap Howard Stern for that interview because he asked me, rather he told me, man, you must have had a lot of fun getting all that AIDS. Which <laughs> I saw that and I thought to myself, it's not horrible. Howard Stern shock jock stuff. Like, yeah, you can say he, what he wants. I mean, he definitely got AIDS and he definitely slayed. So yeah. that's what you get when you ski without a pole. Wow. All right. And the last one, which it's so funny because I've been meaning to talk about this. I saw it today and I've already gotten texts about this story. Representing Prince George's County, Maryland, Did rapper Gunu, never heard of him, unfortunately died. And his dying wish was to be embalmed and to be hung up at a party concert and have all his fans there while he had a crown on his head and his fans got to enjoy his music one last time. I saw a video. It is a dead black guy on the wall with people dancing around him. Damn, that's Maryland. <laughs> it's PG County, baby. Damn, that's Baltimore. And when I put you on there for sending a bachelor party email to your 20 closest friends, only to have two of them respond hey guys i'm not the right so-and-so goldman or i'm not the right this guy but have fun alan found also the two coolest strangers who share names with his friends they both sent funny emails back they zinged us they wished us well we got a party with those guys i'm inviting them if they show up they show up they have how is it that they have the same names as two of your friends and they are both like they both responded shockingly cool that was fantastic it was pretty good but yeah not knowing your friends email addresses and sending out to your 
Junior Buddies and having two of them be wrong, mortifying. But it's still Eric Church. What an asshole. <laughs> he can go fuck himself. Because he wanted to see a widow basketball game. Ridiculous. Well, they're probably never going to play each other ever again in the history of basketball, right? Duke and North Carolina? Oh, or, or twice a year. What do you think? But they've never played the tournament before. But who gives a shit? It was an exciting game. You have a concert? Play your concert. Go to work. That's his job. Shut up and strum that guitar, Eric Church. Pretty much. <laughs> Like, All what right, other Zach. job could you say, sorry, I'm calling out six, I'm going to the Duke Carolina game. He's at work. Your job, you could. Me. My job, I could. I left, I, I missed a meeting today because I had to go play a softball game where the ump didn't even show up. But I was raking, so that's fine. Opening day tomorrow, the weather is supposed to be dog shit. I couldn't care less for Yankees fans. I'm like, eh, shit happens. Let them go get wet. All right, Zach, with baseball season starting, you know I love baseball, you love baseball. I'm wearing my Mets jersey. I figured, I don't know I'm if we've ever- Gary, Keith, and Ron, free shirt that I got for- I don't know if we've ever done Mets trivia. I think Ron Katz tested me on Maryland stuff. What I want to do today is I have five kind of kooky Mets trivia questions. Are you ready? The answer to all of them is pain. Question number one, which Hall of Fame pitcher- It's tough to be a miserable, sad, pained Mets fan with an Oriole fan. It's just, there's no sympathy for me there. Which Hall of Fame pitcher began his career with the Mets and went on to rack up over 5,000 strikeouts? Nolan Ryan. <laughs> that is correct. I could have given you choices, but you nailed it. <laughs> Question the second. The 1962 Mets racked up an amazing 40 and 120 record. In which stadium did they play their home games? They played at the Polo Ground. That is correct. Question number three. Which of these former Mets has never had their number retired? Is it Hernandez, Hodges, Seaver, or Stengel? It's Keith. It is Keith. I didn't know that. That's Should that's. Be. That's not good. He they he's borderline the face of that team and with doing everything now. Well, come on. Now, now he should because he's an announcer. The faces of that team had little white spots around their faces. But you, me, you, me. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 so so Carter. But like for the longest time, nobody in that team had their number retired. It was just like it was just a shit. Sh- I love that team. Question number four: Which New Jerseyan managed the 1973 Mets to a pennant? Uh, was the- it Stengel? Like, the, the pride of Montclair. Pride of Montclair. I think it was Stangle at the time managing them. No? Who was it? It was Yogi Berra. Yo- right. it, if you've never been to Montclair, it's embarrassing how much Yogi Berra saw. It's been through Montclair. The stadium, the streets, the where he's from, the fork in the road. It, it's bad. It, it's really bad. And this last one, I hope you get it. It's one of the best things I've ever read. Harry Cheedy of the 1962 Mets. Oh, so was- it's not about Rafi Santana's hog? <laughs> Ron Katz knows who Rafi Santana is. Harry Cheedy of the 62 Mets was the first player in Major League history to do what? Or maybe I'll rephrase that, to have what done to him. If you don't know, you're not getting it. He was hit by a pitch twice in one inning. No, I feel like that happened. Twice in one inning? Harry Cheedy was traded to the Indians for a player to be named later, only for that player to be named later to be himself getting traded back to the Mets. Ha! He was traded for himself. That's pretty good. I met the player to be named later in the Mike Bordick uh, trade in 2000. Some guy, Pat something. Summerall? Not that he should have been so lucky. Tillman. Yeah, pretty much. It was it was the guy who, the Melvin Moore and Pat Mike Bordick trade. He was like some double A pitch. He was like asking me all the Mets trivia. And I'm like, it's like I'm the player to be named later. I'm like, cool. Did you ever dig? I looked him up. He never gave me, he never cracked the majors. I had a cup of coffee. He was like so proud of himself that he was in that trade. Bad. Zach, before we sign off, it's been official August the 20th. First, 
the new Game of Thrones prequel will be coming out. Have you finished the series yet? We are just started season eight, so you tell me the wheels are about to come off. We watched one episode of season eight. I thought it was fine. The inmates are start, gonna start running the asylum, though. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, I don't mind the timeline shit. Like, oh, it took them a day to sail around the world. Whatever. I, are you excited for the prequel or no? Because I am rock hard. I didn't even know what was coming. There it is. But we'll be done by then. Who's your daddy of the podcast? Thanks for listening to this episode. We appreciate the love and support. Make sure you're downloading, giving us a good rating. We're on every platform, and uh, daddy loves you. Go, hey, son. We get beat up.